welcome to Stories Are My Spirit Animal podcast. Stories is a new podcast featuring a diverse mix of tales, some scary, some funny, some tragic, but all entirely bingeable. New episodes bi-weekly. Today's story is called The Queen of Instagram. It is about a disillusioned girl who curses fate and wakes up one day to find millions of people following her on Instagram. The followers begin to lose their minds and fall in love with her. She believes her photos are psychically altering people's consciousness. A queen is born. She looks for a new stability, but finds she just falls deeper into a social media wonderland. Episode 2 of 3 Revenge is sweet, like candy or chocolate or snow-white frosting and Emma was indulging in it now. Haley had moved off-app and was texting her directly. Her words tumbled out in short staccato texts, asking her to forgive her, to text her, to call her. She did nothing of the sort. Instead, Emma let the messages and missed calls flow in. The vibrations were little happy hums on the blanket of her bed. She wanted to give Haley a little taste of what she endured for the last few months before she capitulated and gave her response. Best friends were supposed to be through thick and thin, through lonely nights and bad breakups, but Haley wasn't there. Instead, she was busy with hurtling headlong into bliss, and now she was just jealous that that bliss wasn't trademarked to her anymore. Finally, a voicemail came in and Emma's heart fluttered like a butterfly in a sunny garden. She quickly opened it and put her phone gently to her ear. It was like something out of a dream to hear her friend's voice for the first time in a long time. Her voice sounded genuine. It sounded true. She wasn't drunk at some party, slurring her words of apology. She sounded like she was home and alone and desperate. Pity snuck its way into Emma's thoughts. Maybe she should call her back right now. She decided she would and grazed over the familiar path. She took a deep breath and tapped the icon. Through the cracked screen, she saw the nickname of her friend, the nickname Emma had given her when they were just seven years old, Haley Bailey. Then Haley picked up. Emma? A breathless voice honeyed her ear. Yeah, it's me, Emma said in the harshest tone she could muster. Emma, thank God I got a hold of you. Your IG's blowing up. Have you seen it? Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of processing it all right now, so I... It's crazy, and I'm so happy for you. And of course I'm so sorry that I haven't responded in a minute. Brad and I have just been really hitting it off. We're going to Cabo San Lucas next week. Her words positively spilled out. That sounds like fun. I know. He's got one more vacation before the off-season ends. But who cares about me? What's happening with you? How are you doing? I just saw the picture you took this morning in the old park, and it made me feel something I couldn't explain. It made me want to talk to you so bad. I've been a wretched friend, I know. I've been a terrible, terrible friend. You must hate me. I hate me. Emma tried to ride Haley's roller coaster, but found it dizzying. I don't hate you. I just don't understand why you ignored me, especially my last text. Her last text to Haley was the day she had to put her dog down. Her eyes were red with tears that afternoon, and she hoped and prayed that Haley would respond. She hadn't. I know, I know. I'll do anything to make it up. I promise, Em. I never forgot about you. I was just so wrapped up in everything and all the new people that I was meeting that I just pushed everything else to the back. Including me. 
Emma tried to let the silence hang there accusatorily, but Haley was too quick. Yeah, girl, including you. It tears me up inside. Please, please, can you forgive me? Can you forgive your Haley Bailey? Now the sweet silence was able to hang on the vine and ripen. Emma let it go on for what seemed like forever. Yeah, I can forgive you, she finally said. A weight came off her then, and she felt even lighter, almost weightless. She had missed her friend so much that if anybody ever found out how much, they'd say she was in love with her or something. But she did love her as a friend. Haley was always there through the roughest times, through the worst high school had thrown at her. Now her comet was back, and Emma felt elated to share her new craziness with her BFF. They talked to 3 a.m., and the time sure flew. Emma told her how this had all started since that morning. She told her the followers flooded in and that there was no earthly explanation. Maybe someone put a spell on your Instagram, Haley said. Or maybe you caught the attention of the social media gods. They had run down all the comments on her posts and were laughing at their responses. So many gave so much praise that it had to be genuine. There were ones saying that they adored her, cherished her wanted desperately to meet her. And it was all fun and games until Haley noticed a comment left by another girl, one with a blue check mark, one with three million followers that said she worshipped her. Haley had gone silent before saying, You're like royalty, like a French princess, like Marie Antoinette. As long as they don't cut off my head, Emma had said. A feeling of being overtaken by a coming wave filled her thoughts an apprehension soon to be swallowed in a sea of love and adoration, drowned in the deep waters of uncertainty. After they hung up, Emma laid on her bed with her body buzzing. She wasn't tired, she was just elated to have all the followers. The count now said over 400,000. But more importantly, she was happy to not be alone in this. She smiled as she put the phone down and took a few deep breaths. Then she had a new idea for a picture. Emma reached for the dusty copy of Tolstoy's Anna Karenina she had on her bedside table. She had been trying to read it for over a year, but hadn't gotten past page 30. She propped it up on her knees and held the book with one hand, then positioned her phone to snap another selfie. She filtered it heavily and applied the caption. Just some light reading before bed, nerdy smiley face emoji. She didn't want to stay up all night checking the likes and comments, so she stashed her phone on her table and rolled over into the thickness of the comforter. For the first time in a long, long time, she was super excited for tomorrow. So excited for a new day. It would be like Christmas morning. Maybe that's what it's like being rich and famous, she thought. Every time you wake up, it feels like Christmas. You just have to get out of bed and run downstairs to see what new gifts are under your tree. She soon fell asleep to the warm holiday thoughts nestling up to her in her mind. Three months later. Emma had moved out. She had paid for a nice loft apartment. She had transferred herself to a new phone plan but kept her old phone. She had even flipped her brother Josh some cash to get himself a new car and a decent place to live. The problems that were such big problems were nothing to her anymore. She had escaped the prison of indecisive mediocrity. She had landed on an elevator cloud going up. She had monetized her 123 million Instagram followers. 
First, it was the sponsorship deals to trendy fitness products she would feature in her posts. Then it was the custom line of skincare products sold through a subsidiary company. An excited 20-something market analyst had even told her that the parent company's stock value had increased by a lovely percentage because of her sales. She was the Dauphine of gladness. Even her sunlit apartment now felt like the palace of Versailles, for she was home in her heart, loved by millions and influencing thousands. It was a simple numbers game Haley had said to her yesterday. Day by day, more were drawn to the warm fire of her white-hot star. She had an inexplicable pull on people, something more powerful than gravity. But tiny thoughts of insecurity rose up inside her. It had all come on so sudden, and every time she took another picture, the lattice of a shattered cell phone screen stared back at her. A constant reminder of the bubble that might pop. The cauldron bubble from some hidden magic concoction. She needed to know if it was her, or the phone, or some special alignment of the stars and planets that made her this successful. Her doubts were lonely doubts, though. She couldn't tell Haley, or her brother, or anyone for that matter, because then it might shatter the brokered illusion. She couldn't even whisper it in the night in case the universe might hear and send her reeling back into the hopelessness she came from. She needed a third party. Someone versed in some kind of mystical art. Someone that could give her some kind of clarity. Emma found it in a recommendation from her new assistant, Martin. He had mentioned trying everything to cure his heartbreak after getting out of a five-year relationship. Mindfulness retreats, no technology camping, app meetups with people of shared interests. Nothing worked but the immersion into steady haute couture magazine binges and a trip to an out-of-the-city psychic who told him he had a future in fashion. It was the psychic that Emma was interested in, for nothing could snuff the secret anxiety within her that it wasn't her that they had all come to see, but a connection she had somehow tapped into. Some kind of quantum, quasi-spiritual energy that psychically altered the consciousness of her Instagram followers. She knew it was all tied to her phone in that fateful night where the lamplight flickered, and she went to sleep expecting the world to be the same bummed-out place in the morning. Obviously, it was tied to that. That was the origin. Emma made her way past the potted flowers crowding the stoop. Tongue-red azaleas and violet-caped daisies peeked out at her. The door was thick wood sidelined by frosted glass. This was the door in the home of the esteemed psychic Audrey, who was booked out for three months but had made a special arrangement on Martin's behest. He had told her a friend was in desperate need of guidance, and she was in need, need of answers. The doorbell chimed like the old grandfather clock Emma remembered on trips to her grandma and grandpa's house. She'd finish her juice box and PB&J and then stare at the swaying pendulum while Josh and the neighborhood boys played outside. When the chimes went off, she'd be scared for a second, then entranced for the musical after moments. She felt like that now, on the stoop waiting to hear for the something after, the something after that could give her a little peace. The door opened and a younger woman than she was expecting looked back at her. She seemed to be no more than thirty-five. The woman's eyes were a bright forget-me-not blue, and her blonde shoulder-length hair was hanging loose around her face. Emma could tell right away why she was a psychic, why people trusted her. Her face was restful, in permanent repose. No wrinkles worn, but a smooth, calming expression of gentle inquiry. These kinds of people were dangerous, because they were the types of people you'd spill your whole soul out to. She wished she didn't have to be cautious, to be afraid of empathy. But then again, 
she had a multi-million dollar brand to build. Emma imagined herself in her favorite Shavasana yoga pose and smiled back tranquilly. But it didn't matter because the peaceful pond expression on Audrey's face was broken in an instant. It's you. It's really you. Martin told me it was someone special, but I never expected the queen of Instagram herself. Emma could feel the electric heat rising up her back and into her face. Like two live wires touching, they initiated the somewhat pleasurable, somewhat terrifying experience of meeting someone in the real world who liked her. At first she had hated the experience, but now it was a tiny little present under her evergreen tree. You know me? Emma said the first thing that came to her mind. Know you? I follow you, she replied. Her bright face looked like it had just come off of a carnival ride. I love your IG stories. Your weekend revolutions are the greatest things I've seen in a while, and I watch a lot of stuff. The weekend revolutions were Haley's idea to post more content. Emma would film herself reacting to a change she had initiated in her world. Something as small as getting new clothes, to something as big as getting a new puppy. Her followers seemed to love it. Every Saturday was the new revolution. I'm happy you like them. Come in, come in. Audrey waved her emphatically into her home. The inside was a calming dream house. There were resting bells and warm crystals glowing in the corners, and soft white couches begging to be laid down on. But Emma knew almost instinctively that she would find no answers here. Nothing more than she already knew. For she now fully understood the reaches of her fame, the extent of her power. It had psychically altered the psychic. It had pulled her friend back into her life when she had fully broken away. It had made people care about her that would have never cared before. Whatever happened to her phone, whatever happened to her that night, it altered her reality. It made this magic happen. Emma talked to Audrey for as long as was polite, let her do her reading, and then left with a clear mind. Long live the queen! Long live the revolution! Audrey had yelled out to her as her ankles grazed the flowers down the steps of the psychic's house. Revolution. 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 It echoed in her mind. For she could use her powers for more than new clothing hauls and reactions to lifestyle changes. She could change the world. She could make presidents follow her and world leaders sing to her tune. She could make them pour money into causes and withdraw cash from others. But first she must build up her own business. She needed to break away from the contract that held her money above her head, just out of reach. It was the 21st century anyway, time for a woman to shine. She had ideas, she had plans, and they were all glittering diamonds. The diamond paved path to conquering all social media. Another three months go by. The money was pouring in now almost as fast as new followers, but Emma was lonely. Haley had ceased to be a friend and was more a vehicle for flattery. In fact, everyone now just told her how great she was, how smart she was, how inescapably beautiful she was. It was maddening, because Emma knew deep down it wasn't true. She was treated like royalty, while she did nothing but collect on royalties. Well, if that was her lot in life, then she could at least be thankful and not make the mistake of a thousand monarchs before her. Emma sat on the white travertine floor of her gallery. A home base hung with blown-up images of her best posts, pictures featured by young artists and photographers, and of course the products she now sold under her exclusive brand. 
She had left her phone back at her apartment. She had wanted one day away from the glitter storm of love and adoration. One day away from the million little hearts. This is the place she spent most of her time now, the backyard treehouse she never had. For that was always Josh's. Her mom had stopped by yesterday to drop off the bill for the tax and title of a new Mercedes Emma had bought online for her parents. She gave the white printouts to Emma hesitantly before pulling her into a big hug. The familiar smell of her mother almost reduced her to tears, but she didn't cave. She was an adult now. We're so proud of you, her mom had said over and over. And Josh is doing so well. Thanks for making him your COO. I always knew you guys would find your place. You're both so talented. She hadn't seen anybody but Barton since then. Now she lingered behind a wall of new products. Behind the mountains of mascara and thin potion vials of eyeliner and, of course, her let-them-eat-cake lip gloss. All part of her provocateur clothing and makeup line. The door to the outside opened and Martin came in. He was twenty and impressively dressed, suited up in a black peacoat with a gray cashmere scarf hung around his neck. His brown hair was shaved on the sides and rose to a thick pompadour on top. He was stylish, and he knew it. Dang, girl, why are you sitting here and looking so sullen? He said as he came over, boot heels tapping on the slick marble. Emma didn't answer. There's a movie premiere tonight, and it's cold out there. We'll have to drape you in the finest ermine furs. Well, fake furs. My heart would literally break if another animal was killed for the sole sake of fashion. Martin felt very strongly on the topic. He had made sure that they hadn't done any animal testing on the cosmetics. Emma had, of course, agreed. She had always loved animals, even if she never really saw them except in pictures. I don't feel like going out tonight, Martin. Oh, come on, that's no excuse. Other celebrities are going to be there. Let's get some of your wicked eyeshadow on and get you dressed. Then you can sleep in the car on the ride over. Come on, girl, it'll be fun. He added as he shot a sly smile toward her. I can't. I don't have my phone. I got you covered, your highness. I traded in that old, cracked, beat-up dinosaur of a phone for the newest one they got. Stop by the store on the way over. It's in my bag of goodies. He beamed, waiting expectantly for a compliment. The blood in Emma's veins heated, and she could hear a pounding in her head that matched the maddened cadence of her heart. But it was a cold-water terror that soon gripped her. The phone! The phone! She was nothing without her phone! Martin, we have to go back to the store and get my phone, she yelled. Martin's smile had formed into a frown. His face became pale and ghost-like. We need to go now before it's too late. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Emma. I didn't know that phone meant that much to you. It means everything, she said before letting out a string of expletives. The look on Martin's face was one of abject horror. I'll go get the car and we'll leave right away. I'm so sorry. His voice broke as he turned and ran to the door. Emma's anxiety was splintering her concentration. Thoughts raced at a thousand miles per second and she couldn't keep up. Panic, overwhelming in its oceanic power, drowned her in a bottomless deep of shallow breaths and dark tunnel vision. It was all going to come to an end. All of it. The Wonderland would spit her out, anathema to its beauty and weird charms. Then a thought came to her. A lovely cherry red lipstick of a thought. A thought she couldn't believe she didn't have before. Why hadn't she tried posting a photo through a different phone to test the waters? It was a simple and effective study in the state of things. It would show definitively the truth of where the power lied. The device, 
or within her physical being. She raced to the door and called out to Martin in the chilly winter night. He was just bringing the rover around now. Emma ran to the passenger side window before he could finish parking and tapped it like a wild child in wild hysterics. Martin's face looked miserable in the shadows of the SUV. She flung open the door and hopped in. Hand me your phone. Martin quickly reached into his peacoat and pulled out his phone. What's going on? He said as Emma swiped it and in a flow state opened the camera app, snapped a blurry pic of the tan glove compartment, then opened Instagram. She set out creating a brand new account with a different email. She didn't put a profile pic or bio, just made it the ugliest looking thing alive on social media. Then she made ready the photo and prepared to put it out into the world. Emma closed her eyes and took a deep breath. Emma, what's going on? Are we still going to the store to see if we can get your phone back? I'm sorry, Martin, but just give me a second. He fumbled out an okay as she laid her head back on the cool leather headrest and allowed herself a few more deep breaths. This was it. A true test. She opened her eyes and looked down at Martin's phone with the foreign IG page looking up at her. Please, she thought. Please don't let the spell be broken. She hit share, then waited. Emma sat in the passenger seat of the darkened SUV when the reality of her life hit her. It chose to hit her in that moment, that specific moment, not months ago, not weeks ago, but now. The full realization of where she had started and where she had come made her shiver despite the heat Martin had blasted on. Just a half a year ago, she had been making chai tea lattes and oat milk macchiatos while Haley was off with her quarterback boyfriend. She'd been wallowing in her room for whole weekends while everyone else was off living life. Now she was the queen of Instagram, a multi-millionaire in charge of a massive fashion line. It is strange, Josh had said then, and those words never seemed to have left, called up now by her subconscious as she waited for whatever the inevitable was. This was all madness anyway, what's hoping for a little more of the same thing. Slowly, she let the midnight black screen light up to reveal the refreshed Instagram. What she saw made her drop the phone in a tiny scream. Followers, followers, and more followers. They lit up the screen with their tiny notifications. Every time she refreshed, more would come. From all over the world, it seemed. The restless youth looking in on her looking glass. It wasn't the phone. It was her. It was her fate all along written in the stars both bright and dim that she would be special, that she would always end up where she was now, a monarch with such beautiful designs on the world. Emma shivered again, but this time in supreme, mysterious ecstasy. She was ready to let all her insecurity recede back into the ocean blue, leave all the shame and the moments ago, the Mariana Trench, deepest part of the sea. Is everything all right? Martin's concerned voice filtered over the sound of the heater. But Emma didn't hear him, for deja vu settled itself on the scene. A single new DM just came in. Last time it was the good news of Haley's Comet. What could it be this time? She hurriedly clicked it with an excited smile on her face. The smile fell along with her face. The message read, I am not under your spell. I will tell the world your secret. I will show them how fake you really are. Emma couldn't believe what she was seeing. The high she had mere moments ago was swiped from under her. This would not do. No, it was unacceptable. 
She was the master of her own fate now. She was the reputation runner, the Dauphine of gladness. She wasn't Alice. She was the queen of hearts all along. I just want to say thank you to anyone listening. I hope you enjoyed it. This is a brand new podcast, and I'd be so grateful if you could leave a review or tell your friends about it. The show was produced and written by me, James Anthony. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and have a legendary day.